Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Uh, you know, happy, what is this, Wednesday? Happy Wednesday. We are just chugging through. We're already in the middle of August. And I don't know. When I was a child, it seemed like the days just went so slowly. Every day was long. Uh, third grade took forever. And now, you know, <laughs> I remember being like, hey, it's January 1st. And now it's seriously August, what, 14th, somewhere in there. I mean, gosh, time is moving. And I remember when I was little and I'd complain, my dad would be like, just keep living. And uh, he wasn't wrong. So uh, I also took his advice. I have kept living. And I just wanted to uh, say the theme this week has mostly been uh, equal pay, know your value, know your worth. Um, it, and I think those themes matter for all of us, but I also think they especially matter for women because we don't always think of ourselves first. Uh, it's commonplace for women to think of ourselves last. Um there are times when I'm doing things and it's like, okay, I got to get it. And then it's like, wait, I don't have anything for myself. Like, you know, I, I can be at times, uh, overly focused on completing a task for someone else. Uh, and while that's, uh, hum- you know, like a humble, thoughtful, kind way to be, it also can be self-destructive. I've also wound up in the hospital cause I wasn't paying attention to myself first. And a big part of my healing was, okay, I got to be first. I got to think about myself first. I have to consider myself first. I have to say yes to these things for me and no to protect me, you know? So you have to be a little selfish in this world to be successful. And having said that, you got to know your worth. And you also, one thought that popped in my head this morning that I wanted to share was you also have to, you know, be careful about what you really want. Um, I know a lot of friends of mine are old enough now that they've had the families that they wanted to have. Their kids aren't little anymore. You know, they're either on their way out of the house or you can see a life of them going to college or whatever. It's it's closer than it was before. It was closer. It's closer than it was 10 years ago when they were little. Now it's like empty nest is a real thing. You could be alive conceivably for 70, 80, 90, 100 years. You know, your kids will only be kids for like maybe 25 years of those years. I give people a little longer. It takes them a little longer to get up and out the house these days. Understandably, things cost way more. But it takes a longer time to raise them. But at some point, they're not going to 25 ain't no kid. You may not have uh, enough to get out on your own, but you're not a child. And that, that person's not going to be depending on their mom for their social circle is what I'm saying. So... I routinely ask people, well, what do you want to do? What do you really want to do? Whether you're single with no kids or whether you're married with three kids, at some point you're not going to have kids that are little that need you. So be looking ahead, you know, which is kind of what I wish someone had emphasized to me. Not that I was a big person to take a lot of advice. Um, you know, I I haven't been <laughs> uh, that person, um, but it would have been nice for someone to to be like hey you know this these are the kinds of things that happen when you get older 
This is the kind of stuff that you can look forward to or not look forward to. Um, and some of it is unpleasant. I keep scaring the crap out of my younger coworkers with the, my mammogram talks, <laughs> but I mean, they they don't hurt. They're just uncomfortable. And I am convinced that these machines just squash the crap out of your breasts and, hey, everybody ain't getting a snap back. You know what I'm saying? I believe if men had to squash their parts up in machines, there'd be a whole nother fancy way of getting tested. I'm just saying they're fine with us just being completely squeezed up in these machines. They're so uncomfortable. Um, I'm off topic for sure, but truly, you know, it's awkward and, you know, you're getting manipulated and you have to kind of, I always chit chat with the technician. And also if you ever have to have a biopsy, that table is even worse. They, they put you, well, the one I had, they had somebody that two technicians underneath the table, you climb up a ladder and basically stick your boob down a hole but they didn't put no padding on the table it was horrible and it's like is there ever a good time to be a woman and I kid you not I know in my spirit that if men had to do the things that we had to do on a regular basis hopefully nobody has to go get biopsied regularly but if they had to do it it would be so much more comfortable because someone would be like hey maybe they don't want to just lay on a hard table and put their boob down a hole it's not rocket science, but I'm telling you, it. we live in a world where if it's it's not a problem until it's a problem for men. You know what I mean? Gosh. So I am off topic. But anyway, know your value, know your worth. Uh, I would have enjoyed having someone to talk to that I felt like could that we're similar enough and their advice is going to be grounded enough in some sort of reality that I could be like, oh, OK, you know. And it's it's challenging. So I have, like I said, I have a lot of coworkers who have taken to me and they're, you know, 10, 15 years younger than me. And it's like, okay, I'm trying to talk to your future you. So, but one of those things that I think is important is knowing your value, getting paid what you're worth, and maybe being an entrepreneur. Maybe you want to work for yourself at some point. I definitely don't think you can get wealthy working for someone else. Uh especially if you're not willing to do huge amounts of travel or huge amounts of sales like that's a lot of times men make more money also because they can they feel like they can take jobs that take them out of the home because they've got a wife that's the problem we all need a good wife we all need someone to watch the house and take care of the kids (laughs) and pay the bills and make sure everything runs smoothly i mean to me i think that's the inherent glitch in marriage why why when it when people decided that marriage was a romantic thing and you had to fall in love and get married because it used to just be business look I need some babies to help me on this farm you young and fertile uh let's get with it and you're gonna take care of these babies you're gonna take care of this farm uh in the house you're gonna handle all that and I'm gonna go out in these fields and I'm gonna make us some money um of course I'm generalizing but it that sounds about right and uh you know then someone was like you know what marriage should be about love let's fall in love so then it becomes uh challenging (laughs) because you want to be in love with that person 
But, uh, you know, they're never there. But you got a nice house. The farm is tended to, so to speak. I don't know. It's just, I, these are very trite explanations, but I feel, uh, they're broad generalizations, but they're fairly accurate. I think, um, romance has kind of killed marriage because then your expectations get set higher. Like if you know you're marrying somebody for money, you need to, you need a financially secure situation. He's financially stable. He wants someone to take care of his home and, you know, take care of him. If you go in knowing that, I'm pretty sure that's cooler than I'm in love with him. He's the greatest person in the world. And he's like, she's, you know, hot and, you know, she takes care of the house. Cool. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's bound to not end well. So anyway, that's my two cents on that. And I, I could, I just find human behavior fascinating. So I do think, though, you got to know your value, know your worth, even in situations like that, in a marriage, in a, in a relationship, in a job, you know, and if you want a career, if you want something, you got you have to determine how that turns out. And all of that hinges on how you value yourself. Do you do you want to go command respect from other people? Well, you got to obviously have self-respect. You know, you can't ask somebody to be respectful of you and you're not respectful of yourself. So how can you go and know what to ask for if you don't consider yourself worth the investment? So that's a big chunk of it. But I've I've covered a lot of topics because that's what I do in the morning. And lucky for you, I have to go to work. So, um, you know, I, I just want everybody to have the lives that they see for themselves. And if you haven't envisioned what your perfect day looks like, you need to start there and really get into it. Like really think about, let your imagination take hold and tell you and inform you about what your perfect day looks like, because you would never drive anywhere without a map. Why are you living your life without a map? How do you know what you want if you never allowed yourself to think about it? So, you know, and mammograms aren't that bad as as most of us know who've who's had them they don't hurt it's just awkward and weird but it cracks me up because I was that person too like I don't want to have I don't want to do that and of course you know you have to and eventually you will just do it because you're over 40 but to to scare the crap out a bunch of 35 year olds has really been fun so thanks for that (laughs) have a good day It's mostly because I love you. I love you.